Radio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! six o'clock it's mutiny radio it's time for happy hour the happiest hour of two hours of comedy in the whole world yay we've got a couple comedians here everybody's being safe we've just wiped down the mics with stuff and uh we're gonna get started in just a couple minutes so thanks for holding on at seven o'clock we have the outdoor comedy show that i'm always very excited about don't gather but um you know, definitely listen here on mutinyradio.fm and hit that donate button or donate to our GoFundMe right now. Help us out. Here's some more commercials, and we'll be right back with happy hour, open mic, dirty, and then clean comedy show at 7 o'clock. Six to eight. That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak chilling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Thank you. 
Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> you uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Yeah. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full length movies. Let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in and on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, noon to two. On the freeway. I am a total fraud. Laurie Stanton's voice is absolutely right. I am petty, rebellious, and adolescent. And I will cut the Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch We're going to listen to Stu Odom's new CD in the fills. A young hammer, a lathe, a flap, a sheet metal glow. A young hammer, I like a that, the only way I know. Your hammer, a bell ringing, big string struck afterglow. Your hammer, and they made you from sharp, repeated blows.
That is Stu Odom off his new CD. Let me see what it's called. Hold on. Uh, it's called Indefensible. Stu Odom used to have a show here at Mutiny Radio back when it was Pirate Cat. And those were back in the, that was back in the day when he was actually an events guy. And I was like his events helper. <laughs> and um, that was years and years and years ago, like 10 years ago at the station. So Stu Odom, new CD out. Check it out. Indefensible. I'm going to be playing it in the fills here. For happy hour, the happiest open mic in the universe. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just fine. We've got a couple comedians here. They're all being safe. Obviously, there's so few of them that they're going to be distanced. And obviously, we're not asking people to gather. We would never do that. There's uh, safety. There's gloves for people that feel the need for that. There's bleach in a thing. All the chairs are six feet apart. So cool. There's candy. Feel free to eat the saltwater taffy at the front. I was feeling... I like candy. I hope you guys like candy, too. If you want candy, go ahead and eat candy. All right. Um, well, it looks like no one wants to go first, so. I'll, oh, he will. Okay, good. I have my new joke that I'm really excited about, which is the one that got. I got so much traction on Facebook this week, which makes me feel like a loser, but also really cool. I, but I, So my new joke is, um, you know you're old when you need to use your reading glasses to pack the bong. <laughs> Anyone else not able to see anything? Just me? Yeah, using my reading glasses to pack the bong. <laughs> That's what happened this week. Your first comedian of the night, lucky us. I've been, <laughs> broke up with my boyfriend, <laughs> and now Pancake sort of lives with me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Put your hands together. I mean, but anyway. But <laughs> he does it. It's nothing's, nothing's happening. He, he, the other day, he was like, so like, I'm like all the bad parts about being a boyfriend, but I don't get any of the good stuff. And I'm like, you're the one that's here in the morning. I freak out. Whether you're there or not, when I wake up in the morning, I usually freak out about something. So I usually freak out and yell at my cats or whatever, but lately I get to yell at Pancake. <laughs> so, so yay. Is that, is that, so put your hands together right now. Yell and clap. It's Pancake. Yay. Yes, it's me. Thank you. I would like to share my thoughts with you guys right now. 
so recently I've come into some universal knowledge passed down from on high um, and it is as follows why why are leaves so sexy I mean they're they're flaunting it they're in the right shape you know hands down hands down Gene Hackman is the best Lex Luthor he's um he's got what I need at least he may not be what you want uh need sex can't wait won't wait you ask and I won't give it you offer me sex and I'll I'll take it um the other day you told me you didn't like it you didn't like in fact it was even a turn off the smell of my breath after a cigarette we shared together yes you know the other day it dawned on me that someone is using my deodorant and i i guess i guess my roommate uh has the same uses the same brand scent and strength deodorant as me so uh i, I think i'm sharing toiletries with a guy who wouldn't even share his poly girlfriend yeah yeah uh, I, I somebody somebody left a dead body uh in the toilet uh when i visited their house i just left a, uh, it could have been a whole i don't know if it was a whole body but it there is some limbs could have been missing. I didn't count. I didn't count all the limbs on the spider in the toilet. <laughs> I I really like women who swing their arms really wide and and violently when they walk. Um like like they don't even want to be noticed. You know? They don't want to be noticed, but they're swinging their arms with these with these masks on your ears he they they look all floppy okay your ears look floppy in that mask um your ears look like look like pig's ears uh, uh, just get a better fitting mask everyone there's a reason they call us long pig we're the closest thing to pork. That means you ca you have to cure us as well. It's it's 2020. I I'm also improvising a lot. Um, I should stop doing that with my sets. I should stop. I should continue. Where's the line? Hey, I'm going to start singing in all my sets because I'm an advocate for abstinence. No, that's not why. Because I'm trying to compete with my arch enemy. That's right. His name 
He's, uh, his initials are CP. No, CO. That's what it is. CO. There's a P in his, uh, his last name. Honka, honka. honka. <laughs> I, I, I heard it. I could feel it in my bones. Um, they should make a new website because I'm always thinking, yeah, friends of friends. That's who I should be hitting on. No! Make a new website away from Facebook called Only Friends. No flirting, only friends. Um, the term, the term I got you was, was coined in a very dark, dark, bad, just a bad time in American history. I got you. I got you. That's a, that's a thinker. Look, guys, I'm, I'm good at posting, reposting, hosting, boasting, and toasting. And I'm Pancake the Syrup King, and I'm, I'm here to tell you that there was a s failed software engineer who married his computer, and their children da -da 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 weren't born fully developed. They're preemies. No, sorry. They're trial runs. No. What do you call that? Startups. Startup. I'm working on it. You um, can have that punchline. You, sir, in the front row. Are you abusive? No. Does your mama know you're abusive? No. Oh. Gotcha. Uh, you... You, ma'am, in the front row are doing a great impression of my future wife. Just keep doing what you're doing, ma'am. Miss. Fully grown adult. There we go. Um, we, got, we got a lot of great comics on tonight, so listeners at home, keep it. Tune to mutinyradio.fm and make a donation when possible at the Venmo. Just Mutiny Radio, the one that's with the FM. That's a scam. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Pancake! He's neither a pan nor a cake. Discuss amongst yourselves. Your next comedian, he has a great new music blog that you need to subscribe to on Blogspot. He'll probably tell you about it at the end. Put your hands together, everybody, for Paolo! Screen above. Take a seat, Pancake. Take a seat. Get ready for this. Yo, guys. So my name is Paolo Picardo, and I am a music journalist. So to kind of equivocate that profession, I may as well slang candy at a house music event. We're here in the Bay Area. Beautiful Bay Area, uh, so much cool music, so many cool vibes and venues currently on a pause. Although I have, I've decided that uh, the Bay Area landscape was originally intended for llamas. So Zoe kind of looks like a llama. Her hair is llama-ish, a bit yellow, <laughs> a bit yellow, a bit tan. 
and more into my notes. Uh, so guys, uh, we'll do a rhetorical situation. Uh, so my friend played me a Bossa Nova song. Maybe clap if you've heard Bossa Nova. Yeah. Woo. Bumpy boomba. Achika chika di boomba. And they add just like a little strum there. But my friend showed me uh, a, a Bossa Nova song, and I heart and I started to hate Judd Apatow movies. Oh, man, what a contrast there. Bossa Nova is undeniably cool. So we think two Judd Apatow movies. Yes, um, candy burger gummies are a lucrative product. So we delve into the mind of Judd Apatow. So guys, here's the secret recipe um, of Judd Apatow movies. A, a kid... Uh, an average person has kids and goes to work. Thank you. You guys are really stupid in this crowd. You don't know shit. So, indeed, the, the Bay Area landscape was intended for llamas. So, speaking to the Bay Area, I took kind of uh, Pam's critique from earlier this week. Uh, Pam lives in a place where there are pine cones in your driveway, Livermore. Yeah, she, yeah. I'm sure Pam uh, loves pine cones that drop from the tree and end up in the curb. So, we're speaking to the Bay Area. So, you guys are all from the Bay Area. I'm assuming you're here at Muni Radio. So, the Bay Area, there's a Mexican part. And there's a Chinese part. And there's the people who all love their food. So dumplings, tacos. And uh, moving on to the Mexican and Chinese part. So if there was, if there was a Mexican and Chinese war, what would you call it? Any, any comments? If there was a war between Mexico and China, what would you call it? Pancake. No, I'd call it the abrupt order of the rectangle. Thank you. Taquerias have rectangles. Were they Mexican? Mexican. Cool. Okay, so yeah, guys, uh, we're we're in a pandemic. And this is my impression of Kermit the Frog narrating a pandemic. I'll try. Try a little voice here. Yo, guys. Yo, guys, there's a pandemic. Everyone stay at home. It's very dangerous. Yo, guys. The poor people are starting to practice leisure activities. Oh, no. Oh no, guys, poor people are starting to wear Nike dry fit attire. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. Poor people are starting to wear fitness gear. I saw a Mexican family wearing ASICs. So where's your money? This pandemic is indeed humanizing. So this is Paolo. Thanks for listening at Muni Radio. Thanks. 
You love how the rain makes the red clay brighter. The hot five from Paolo. I uh, just want to remind everybody, don't forget to give me money if you want to give me money uh, to keep the place alive. Uh, it's hard during COVID. A lot of people haven't been doing their shows, so we're not necessarily getting the rent, which is difficult. So thank you so much for your donations. I really appreciate it. You can always Venmo or you just put cash in that little bucket up at the top. Joey, you want to go next or does Sam want to go? He seems to be out. Who wants to go next? All right. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to have her here. She's in the doorway because it is safe. And she's uh, she's on a special mic that's all, you know, turned down. Put your hands together, everybody, for Zoe. Hello. We're at. I'm going to spray the mic. Can you hear me? Can you hear me through this? Oh, my God. It's a mic condom. I love it. It's just a glove. Fuck yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm spraying it. Hi, I'm Zoe Young. Um, and yeah. I'm going to tell some jokes. Um, <laughs> I'm a writer, and if there's one thing that writers love, it's collective nouns. And you know what this is, even though you don't know what this is. Think like a murder of crows, a pod of dolphins, a podcast of white men. But the problem is, we're missing a few. You know, like here, I, I look outside and all around me, and it's a LaCroix of millennials. Hey, friends. You might uh, take a trip to, I don't know, Pack Heights and see a chode of Maseratis. Oh, they're driving around? Oh, God. Um, and take a, our, our nation's capital, it's a grope of Republicans right now, but hopefully not for long. Vote, oh my God, vote. Um, and lastly, this is something I used to do that I don't do anymore because no one's having a wedding anymore, which, you know, blessing and curse. But um, I used to go online and choose from a yeast infection of Spanx. Thank you for laughing, Pam. It's all guys other than you. <laughs> you laughed too. You got it. He got it. He got it. Okay, now we're going to do a little new pandemic material. So I'm a white girl. Uh, Yes, well, cheer if you must, okay. Um, and like all white girls at this point, I, or I, well, like some white girls at this point, I'm doing exactly two things. I'm protesting and I'm buying plants. So uh, I'm down at the nursery. Hey, Emily. You know, all the white girls are there. Um, and, I, and I see a whole display of kitchen herbs. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, I need this. I didn't know what I needed, but I did. And I, there's parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. All right, now sing it with me. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. That fucking Simon and Garfunkel song. I also got basil, but the basil was silent. So I take these home, and I, and I um, spread them out on my windowsill, and I'm like, yes, I'm going to herb it up. But the problem is I actually know that song. I had to sing that fucking song in high school choir, and it's awful. It's all about uh, this guy asking a girl to do all these impossible things for him. So I'm in there ready to put some fresh basil on my cold pizza, and it's like, tell her to get me a cambric shirt. Okay, I, I don't know what a cambric shirt is, but you know, obviously I'd prefer you buy your own clothes, but fine. Parsley sage was married time without no seeds or seams or needlework. Oh, 
so a cambric shirt is a shirt made out of lasers. Yeah, I can afford that, yeah, for sure. Okay, no. Next day, I'm going in and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some oregano on something, which is fresh, and it's like, tell her to get me an acre of land. Jesus Christ, like who do you think I am? I am not in tech, that's not gonna happen. Parsley sage, rosemary, and thyme between the salt water and the sea strand. It's like, oh, so it's beachfront. That's what you're asking for. Great. And you know it's Garfunkel who was writing this shit, okay? Paul Simon was dating Carrie Fisher at the time. You do not date Princess Leia and then try to barter your love for a shirt. No. So now, when I go into my kitchen, I completely skip the song and I just go straight from herbs to fuck the patriarchy. And that's that new joke. <laughs> How much more time do I have, Pam? Whenever you ask, you have a minute. God but, damn uh, it. So yeah, you have a minute. But you're at, you're at four minutes and 20 seconds, so that's pretty perfect anyway. But okay, I will take on. it. All right, um, uh, do I have any English speakers in the audience? Okay, great, great, great. I'm gonna say a word in English and you have to tell me what it means. Are you ready? Mondegreen. Oh, I know what Mondegreen is. It's when you make up the theme for the song to go. Yes! Oh my god, ma'am! Shut the fuck up. You are the first person to know what that is. Yes! It's a misheard song lyric. She's the best. Dude, it's like, oh, he got it, you got it! All right. So for You nailed it. So basically, like, there's a bathroom on the right. Well, I had a mind degree in the other day, exactly, with uh, one of my favorite bands. Uh, they're called Jesus and Mary Chain, and they're shoegaze. And if you don't know what shoegaze is, it's basically somebody rubbing their hand on a balloon while someone else talks about their dad. <laughs> so the lyric that I heard real fast, the lyric that I, I listened to the song, and it's like, I want to die like Jesus Christ. I want to die on a bed of spikes. I'm like, huh, there were three spikes. That is not a bed. <laughs> I'm Jewish and I know that. Um, but the problem is uh, the thing that I thought they were saying was so much more punk rock. And it was, I want to die like Jesus Christ, served with lemon on a bed of rice. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm Zoe Young. Uh, uh, donate to Mutiny Radio. They need your money. MutinyRadio.fm. Bye. So blind. Yay, Zoe. Yay. <laughs> My favorite band to do Mondegrins to is um, Cocteau Twins because it's like you have no idea what they're saying. They're like, something with the bees. <laughs> I, wanna love. I don't know what they're singing. I want to love among the bumblebees. It's like, yeah, anyways, I, Cocteau Twins is my favorite Mondegrin stuff. Or the other song that everybody knows, like, wrapped up like a douche, another roamer in the night, yes. except that it was, like, revved up like a deuce. Because yeah. oh, they're talking wow. about a deuce coupe. Anyway. What about I always um, Hold oh. Me Closer, Tony Danza? Oh, I love that one. Yep. Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> He's my favorite. Mondegrins. I'm so glad you know that word. And then you made a joke about it. Your next comedian's gonna come inside. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. 
put your hands together. Are, is he coming in? I can't see him. Check, check, check. Oh, mic me no, up. No, mic no, me up. In. No, mic me up. Mic me up. Oh, check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. You gotta go on the stage. Use the other microphone on the stage. I like this one better. Oh, fine. I like this one better. When you order dick pills on the internet, one of the things that they advertise is discreet packaging. Discreet packaging. We're gonna ship it to you discreetly in a, in a discreet box. But when it gets to your house, it's just in a cardboard box. Like every other box that you get. You know, there's no invisibility cloak or anything. And then it gets to your house, and then your girlfriend asks you, what's in the box? That's not very discreet. You know who's good at chipping shit discreetly is Martha Stewart. I ordered a cooking set for my mother for Mother's Day from Martha Stewart, and you got to hand it to the homie. She didn't snitch. Regular ass cardboard box, discreet packaging. God damn it, Aaron! Ruined my set. You ruined it. You ruined it. It's absolutely ruined now. What am I going to do? I was talking about dick pills. God damn it, fuck all, all this shit. Oh my god. I shouldn't swear so much. You know, I was raised by born again Christians. Was it, or as I like to call them, Satanics Anonymous. Ha 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 there we go, there we go. Now shut the fuck up. Sit down and shut the fuck up or I will come over there and jam this in your feet, in your feet holes. It was one of those lenient cults, though. You know, born-again Christians, it's one of these lenient cults where they allow you to masturbate, but no porn. No porn. No porn. You got to masturbate to your imagination. So I would stand there like, Sam, you're so creative, Sam. <laughs> you know, they tried, to, they tried to say that porn wasn't essential. They tried to shut down porn. They sent the cops over to the porn studios to shut it down. But you know what happened? The same thing that happens every time cops show up to porn studios. They waste taxpayers' money. That's what happens. They're out there wasting taxpayers' money. It's not cool. It's also a little bit of a, you know, I hate to say this. I hate to say this. I hate to take this side. But, you know, there's, there's female privilege when cops show up to porn sets. You know, if I could gangbang my way out of every noise complaint, I would have th had three gangbangs. What's up? I'm Sam. I like to party. What? My mother is very afraid of uh, dying, COVID, COVID wise. You know, and she's bugging me and my sister, her only two children, about giving her grandchildren. She sat us down. She said, Before I die, I want grandchildren out of you two. I said, Mom, don't you think they'd come out a little fucked up? My friend, uh, my friend lost his job because it wasn't essential. Uh, it had nothing to do with COVID. It just got automated. A robot took his job and then fucked his girlfriend, actually. Yeah. But he calls the, he's getting all suicidal and sad about this shit. He calls the suicide hotline up. And uh, I shit you not, this is what the suicide hotline says. Using your keypad, please tell us how sad you are. Yeah, speaking of the same guy that fucked his girlfriend. Can you believe that? Yeah, so, uh, you know, but it's, 
The AI, I do. I love robot jokes. And AI is so smart. AI is so smart that they figured out how to how to save this guy. You know, they figured out how to problem solve around this guy being sad because he lost his job. You know what they did? They gave him a job at the suicide hotline. You know, yeah, yeah. They gave him a fucking job. You know, but uh, it's volunteer work. It's volunteer work. You know, purpose and shit. He didn't know this. He calls me up. He's like, hey, do you know that the suicidal hotlines for volunteers? We're volunteers over here. I was like, yeah, of course I know that. Who doesn't know that? What do you expect? And he goes, commission. <laughs> what? Like, like per sale? Like on a per life saved basis? Like you're out here pitching people their lives like it was on QVC? Like it was a product they couldn't live without? He goes, oh, yeah, that's a good one, Sam. You mind if I use that? I go, yeah, if you give me royalties. All right, that's it. That's all I got. Bye-bye. It's going to be hard to do this. Yeah, I know. You said shit a lot. Um, that, was, that, was, that was just under five minutes. It was just under five minutes. But, yeah, you said shit, like, a lot. Like, you accidentally say it a lot. Just as a filler word. Yeah, just a filler word. But I like the way you couched your suicide... Oh, sure. sure it made me do that. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, but also I like the way you couched that joke that I think it might have worked finally, the suicide hotline joke. What's that? What's you that? couched your, you, you, you went into the suicide hotline joke in a different way, and it, like you couched it differently. You made it be your friend instead of you, and it was cute. Okay. It worked better than it usually does when it's you. Hey, I gave you glasses. I, I put glasses, I put a glass there so you can pour. Hey, Aaron, Aaron. I put glasses next to your thing so you can pour it into a glass and then you can also share it with your friend Avery if you wanted. Okay. Aaron Atkins. Put your hands together for Aaron Atkins. 98.5 Aaron Atkins. Ooga, ooga, ooga. How's everybody doing? Give it up for Sam. His first time doing comedy. Killing it. I love that joke you have about, um, I don't know, I was peeing, so... Uh, hey, Jesus Christ, hey, everybody, hey, uh, you know, I saw this sign for, uh, handmade ice cream, right? Handmade ice cream. I said, you know, that's great, because I hate it when they make it with their feet. <laughs> for everybody at home, let it know that that crushed. Jason Mraz over here loves it. Uh, all right, how about this? You think in a hundred years that Cracker Barrel's gonna, like, decorate the walls with lime scooters and yerba mate bottles? She said, yeah, that's good as a laugh. All righty. Uh, I was talking to this girl. She said, hey, Aaron, you know, you make me feel really gaslighted. Uh, and I said, actually, it's pronounced gaslit. Thank you. All right. You want to hear my impression of women? You want to hear my impression of women? I'm cold. Thank you. All right. Uh, I bet my shorty two grand that she couldn't go a year without cheating on me. Joke's on you. I'm going shopping. All right. Can't wait to see you day. I'm sweating up here, man. This is what it feels like to bomb. All right. All right, guys. Uh, okay. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to move on to the next. I'm going to do some niche roast for you guys. All right. How about this one? You know what you look like, man? My uncle. God is ass. You really do, though. You see my uncle? This fool looks like my uncle. You know what you look like? Well, he got a mask on. <laughs> got her ass. Yo, this guy looks like he goes skiing. Yeah, because he got the two poles, right? 
Tell me he don't look like he goes skiing. You go skiing every day? What'd he say? They let you go skiing? Oh, what do they say? Oh, so they do say go and see. All right, well, you know what? They, you live around people with a great personality because I have a great personality, and I also said that. All right, you guys want to hear my impression of a white guy? Sure. All right, you guys want to hear my impression of something else? How about, uh, you want to hear my impression of a libertarian? You want to hear my impression of a libertarian? Yeah. All right, how is that racist? Thank you. All right, moving on. What else? What else? Uh, I'm, a fourth, I'm a fourth Asian. This one's for your dog. I'm a fourth Asian, and that's a lot like the bisexuality of ethnicities. You know why? Because that black guy just took my thunder. That's why. You know why? It's like the bisexuality of ethnicities, because whenever I tell people, they're like, no, you're not. Don't honk at her. She's supporting the arts. Hey, asshole, she's supporting the arts, asshole. Get out. Put your mask on. You're in your car. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't even have a vanity plate. You don't have a personality. All right. I was in a store, right? I was in a grocery store, right? You ever been to a grocery store? This guy's been to a grocery store. Get up for this guy. Yeah. Let the record show this guy's been to a grocery store. I was at a grocery store the other day. I saw a guy get arrested for trying to steal uh, frozen, ma frozen Indian food. Yeah, instant korma. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a rock star, baby. Comedy bad boy over here. You know, as I'm a comedy bad boy. They tell you, they, they give you some rules. They say, Aaron, never do an impression of Bill Cosby. And I say, go to the chocolate pudding. All right, you know what else they tell you? They say, Aaron, don't make fun of women. You know what I say? What's the deal with women, huh? What's their deal, huh? Am I right? This guy's uncomfortable. This guy refuses, refuses to criticize women. And you know what? I'm with him. I love women. Women are great. All right, Magna Carta? What if it was the Manga Carta? Right? Like, what if they just drew pictures, right? Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't, right? It'd be a little funny, right? All right. Uh, uh, all right. You know, I would never listen to classic rock on the radio because that's just like going to a restaurant asking for tap water. That guy laughed really hard. That's one of the record to show that. My parents got divorced two weeks ago. That's not funny. That's just a fact. Give it up. My parents got divorced. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I told my friend, I was like, hey, bro, my parents got divorced, and he goes, dude, that's an L. That's it. That's my emotional support system. Thank you very much. What am I supposed to be, like a libertarian? I just got to, like, bottle this shit up and just start, like, an all-dude podcast? <laughs> okay, um, my worst fear in life is saying the N-word on stage on accident. Not because I'm, like, a racist guy. I just, just have a bunch of jokes about vinegar. Um, what else? Can I cuss on here? I can cuss. Yo, Jason Mraz in the building, bro. Jason Mraz. Give it up for Jason Mraz in the building. All right, here's a joke. All right, so I, I, I you know, who here likes the dirty talk? Woohoo! This guy. I, I, you know, I, dirty talk is fucking weird because when you do it, it's like, it's like freedom. You can just say whatever you want, you know? And I was like, I was fucking this girl, and I was like, oh, you like that? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, you fucking like that? <laughs> she was like, yeah. And I was like, you want to have a three with your sister? <laughs> she was like, no. And I was like, I'm sorry I said that. What else is sorry I said? One time when I, my first day of public school, because I used to go to private school, could you tell I'm wearing short shorts? I, my first day of public school, I showed up and this kid was like, these are the basketball courts. This is where we play basketball. And I was like, faux shizzle. And he's like, you don't have to say faux shizzle. I was like, I'm sorry I said faux shizzle. 
and uh, that's pretty much a sign the rest of my life. Hello. Hey, man, you want to hear my impression of women? He's ignoring me. That's sexist. You're a misandrist. I'm going to do my impression of women again. You want to hear it? I'm cold. Thank you. Moving on. I'm just starting to learn about this Israeli-Palestine thing. <laughs> Am I right? Israeli-Palestine. They're like, are you pro-Israel? Are you pro-Palestine? I don't know. I think I'm an amateur. Please play a trombone sound effect. Because that's how I feel after that joke. Moving on. Uh, hey, you know, I actually really love Israel, though. I love Israel. You know, my, 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 you hate this. My, <laughs> my, my roommate in college, you know, he's from Israel. That's what I'm telling you, bro. He's telling me all. He said, you know, Israel's this amazing place, man. They got great weather, great people, great culture. It's unbelievable. I said, wow, that place sounds unbelievable. I can't believe it. But I looked it up on the internet. Turns out that place is real. Thank you! Thank you, San Francisco! You've been an amazing audience! And even if you're not paying attention to me, I know you are! Peripherally! Hey, man, I love your sunglasses! You look like you sing in the band Chromio! This guy just looks like a cool guy, man! You're smiling at me! I appreciate it! Hey, thanks, man! You have a good night! Hey, shout out JW Brett! Shout out this woman right here! She's giving me good energy! Shout out this guy right here! He's got prostitutes and amazing! This guy skis a lot! Shout out my friend Avery! Shout out Pam! See you guys tonight! Good night! Yay! Aaron Atkins! everyone hooray huzzah seven minutes of joy and wonderment we get to we get to hear him later be clean on the clean comedy show also i really yeah it's coming up at seven o'clock it'll be clean that's gonna be amazing that's gonna be uh fucking joy and wonderment uh all right i'm gonna run around and do some of my dirty material that i don't get to do tonight because i don't get to do dirty stuff so i have to be clean okay yay hey 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 Benjamin! Yay, me. You know how I know I'm old? Yeah, I used my reading glasses to pack my bong this week. Yes, you know you're old when you need reading glasses to pack your bong. I'm old. That's what I say. I need reading glasses now. It's really sad. It's okay. I'm just trying to look younger than I am. You know, I had my first abortion in 1995. Were you even born? You weren't even born yet. No, you weren't. So I had my first abortion in 1995, and I only have one regret about my first abortion, uh, and it's that I didn't have the kid, because right now I could be fucking all of his friends. Why did I not have this kid 25 years ago? <gasps> what kind of stupid decision was that? Tell me, I was gonna divorce that guy anyways. At least I could be fucking my son's friends. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. I'm a San Francisco six. Uh, I was I was a San Francisco six, but now I'm a COVID ten. <laughs> I don't wear my mask very much, so people can actually see my mouth, and they just imagine putting their dicks in it because everyone wants to rape everyone right now. <laughs> They're like, it's COVID. I haven't. <laughs> there's no like. There's no more orgies. There's no more makeout parties. There's no fun. And if anyone can see my mouth, they just imagine sticking their dick in it. It's. I live in the Tenderloin. I had to walk through the tenderloin wearing this dress today. Did I like the attention? Yes. <laughs> was, did, ooh-wee. I was thinking about Pancake's joke the whole time where he goes, ooh-wee, I think she's been looked at too much. And I actually think that I got looked at too much today. I think that that's what happened. 
Yeah, I got some crazy, you know, usually I don't call it cat calling, I call it complimenting. Because people say some really nice things to me, right? I was in the Tenderloin, a guy said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. That's a straight up compliment. That has nothing to do with catcalling. It's a compliment. I also got a guy, he said, oh, you got a nice fit on today. That's a double entendre. I'm wearing a nice outfit. I am fit. Wow, that was clever. That's a compliment, right? This is so crazy because of COVID, a man said to me, you be walking like you got someplace to live. (laughs) I do. I actually have keys to my apartment. It's amazing. So the last, the one I got this week, which was crazy, he said, I was smiling about whatever. I was being clever in my head or something, and I just sort of had a look on my face. And a gentleman said to me, you look like you know something. And I was like, oh, dude, you get me. Now, when are we going to fuck? <laughs> like, he fucking got me. Homeless guy, bring me back to your box or wherever the fuck you live. You got tents? Did everybody give you tents? It's COVID. Everyone's got a tent now. It's fine. It's going to be fine. What I'm saying is I feel pretty. I worry about wearing a skirt because a guy walked up to me and he said, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Ah! We went from complimenting to catcalling. Also, like, why do you want to smell that dude's cum, bro? Like, that's, that's gross. That's like, that's on you, okay? Actually, it's all over me. Like, I think that you can. You ever cough? You ever, you ever have an IUD? Anybody have an IUD? Yeah, super relatable, right? It's a copper pool sweeper in my uterus to keep out all the dead babies. It's so great. It just swims around there, keeps the dead babies out. So the problem is that sometimes when I cough, like, cum just comes out of me, <laughs> like, in the middle of the day. Has that ever happened to you? When you just cough and then the little cum comes out? No? Does that happen? Does that happen? I know, you just, <clears throat> oh, no. I should, I think that's what panty liners are for. Like, I don't know, I don't know what those are for. They're, de- I mean, I guess they're for when you wear tampons or something. I don't wear tampons. I don't like, I only like shoving things into me when I want to shove things into me. I don't want to shove them into me once a month just because some patriarchy says I have to use cotton. You know what? I actually don't get this. Why we got to put cotton next to our twat all the time? We got to spend all this money on cotton. We got all these paper products to keep us clean or fucking whatever. I actually use baby bib bib blood diapers. (laughs) I use, I take, before things even showed up, you know, I was taking um, old baby bibs and sticking them. I still use them. And then I wash them because they call it being on the rag for a reason. Like, they call it being on the rag. So you're supposed to be on a rag. I'm not going to have to do this for very much longer. I'm going through menopause. And it's amazing because I'm only having my period, like, once every two months, once every three months. I have no idea when it's coming. I just sort of, like, bleed out of nowhere. But I do kind of know when it's coming because the egg has been screaming. Like, the eggs are screaming. They're like, make me a baby, make me fuck, fuck, fuck. It's like I'm, I'm going through menopause, and it's just literally my eggs just screaming like, this is the end. This is the end. Get it. Get before you're dead. <laughs> Someone needs to take care of you when you're old. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. It's okay. That's what menopause is doing to me. All right, I've done five and a half minutes of, of dirty material. Uh, yay. Hey, uh, Will Brown, do you want to do a dirty set before you do a clean set? Or do you want to focus on your clean set at seven? Okay. Yeah, because it's hard when you like fuck swear a bunch and then you go like, ooh, I gotta get clean. Ah! 
Are there any other, did any other comics show up that want to do a set before the other show? Nope. No, well, no, no, it's perfect because it gives me time to set up and stuff. Okay, yay. So that was the open mic. That was dirty stuff. And uh, we're going to have a clean comedy show coming up in a couple of minutes outside. Don't gather. <laughs> Definitely stay six feet apart from one another. Wear your masks. Blah, 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 blah. Not that that's a blah, blah, blah thing. Uh, but... Yeah, thanks for staying safe. Thanks for being here for the open mic. Uh, we're going to be back in a few minutes with the show show in the street here every Friday, 7 o'clock, Mutiny Radio. Yay! Clap for my jokes. Yay! For the egg. Well, yay me. Okay, we're going to keep listening to Stu Odom's new um, record, Indefensible, and uh, we'll be back at 7 o'clock. But I still hang my head down low. I got four to drown my sorrows. But I still hang my head down low. My baby up and left me. She don't wanna for me anymore I gotta bond me in my pocket I'm gonna knock her upside the head I gotta bond me in my pocket. I'm gonna knock her upside the head. That you'd ever be lost to me I can live without the milkman Or electricity You're irreplaceable So embraceable By the lonely likes of me You can keep the floor below me You can have the roof above I don't need food or water Baby, so loud as I got your love I'm done with all God's creatures And the people I see You're indispensable It's indefensible You're the only one for me That you'd ever be lost to me 
I can live without the Eggman, goo 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 goo, or electricity. You're irreplaceable, so embraceable by the lonely likes of me. I don't mind the cold, or if my house goes falling down. The only thing that scares me is the day you're not around. I'm done with all God's creatures and the people I see. You're indispensable, it's only sensible. You're the only one. I just woke up and everything's brighter I just saw the salt on my pile of debris. I just felt my load get 100 pounds lighter. I just realized what a deep breath can be. You make my dead beat hard, beat hard. I gotta clean these skulls and mummies off and get them out of my yard. Voice from the other side, come tell the future on. You make my deadbeat heart beat strong. I gotta brush these leaves aside and drink the cold, fresh air. I gotta clean off these valves and these hoses before I can touch your hair. Tiny explosions in tiny rooms all get together and they sound like the sea. Now the smoke's clearing out of all of our wombs and I can hear you and you can hear me. You make my deadbeat heart beat hard. I gotta clean these skulls and mummies off and get them out of my yard. Tiny explosions in tiny rooms all get together and they sound like the sea. Now I'm feeling my deadbeat heart beating up on me. We're gonna start in a couple minutes. Oh my God, your dog is so cute. Dear Lord, what a rough, rough life. I mean, I'm cleaning up. And I'm so, I'm so jealous of you so because your life looks like it has so much joy in it. Like, I'm look at that little friend. Five minutes. By the shed where the tying up and beating the moon. Let you and me set free the moon. Let you and me set free the moon. The moon. 
Your hammer, a lathe, a flap, a sheet metal globe. Your hammer, I like that. The only way I know. Your hammer, a bell ringing, big string struck afterglow. Your hammer, and they made you from sharp repeated blows. starting to not gather that's good. Uh, they say I should stay away that I should just move on and they've been pounding you out since T.O.T. Wacon oh, well it might be trite but in Troy they knew too well uh, that Helen was a cross between heaven and Glow. I, uh, have, uh, I like, like that. 
the only thing I know. Hey, I'll have and I love you, but I can't let it show. Hello, I y'all have out. And they made you, you a from shop repeated blows and blows. Yay! No, 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 there's time for you. There's time for Aaron Atkins, of course there is. No, no, it, it's clean outside. Pancake, there might be time for you too. Calm down, calm down. You're okay, you're fine, it's fine. So here's the thing, it's clean comedy, yay! Thanks for being here, yay! Here at Mutiny Radio. So the way it works, the comics that are going up, just if they don't know, um, you get one accidental F swear, and then if you do it again, or, or an SH or whatever, because we have to be clean for the neighbors and whatnot. So it's, but it's still, we're still funny even though it's clean, right? Because you watch TV, you watch com comedians on TV. They don't, they don't F swear. They don't say bad things. Anyway, so you get one mistake. And then if you do it again, I have to honk you and take you away. So just so you know, comedians, you can watch. And you're, you, you're fine. I trust you. This guy, pff, he's gonna, I, can't, I think, I'm gonna, I mean, I'll lay bets down. I think you can maybe do three minutes clean and then you totally mess up. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I, have, I have limited faith. Okay. Um, hey, I am a San Francisco six. I was a San Francisco six, but I'm a COVID 10. No? I don't wear my mask all the time so people can see my mouth and they think about putting nefarious things in it. I'm telling you, <laughs> I live in the tenderloin. I'm getting way too much attention. I should not wear skirts. Uh, I've been getting a lot of, I, they used to call it cat calling, right? Like cat calling, they, you say terrible things to women. I'm calling it complimenting. I like these compliments. I'm in, right? A guy said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. That's a 100%. That is not catcalling. That is 100% a compliment. Thank you. I'm taking it home with me to remember alone in the dark. <laughs> like, oh, you thought I was pretty. Uh, it's COVID and it's weird. I was walking across the street and a gentleman said, girl, you walking like you got some place to live. <laughs> I do. I can still pay rent. I don't know how. It's COVID. It's nuts. Crazy. The other one uh, that I heard was, uh, girl, you look like you know something. <laughs> I was like, you get me. I've always wanted to be recognized as smart, and you just did that on the street. Okay, where are we going to go have sex? <laughs> you got me. You get me, bro. It worked. <laughs> I understand catcalling now because I have a kitten. I can't call her all the time. I'm like, here, baby kitty. I love you, baby kitty, baby kitty. I love you. Come here, baby kitty. 
She ignores me, you know. And then she shows me her little butt. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I run over there. I pick her up without consent, flip her over, turn her into a baby, and kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> I understand catcalling. That's all I'm saying. I get it. I catcall all the time. I actually, in this neighborhood, there's a really hot mailman. I don't know if you guys have seen the hot mailman in this neighborhood. He's like tall and blonde and he wears these like big boots and he like, he like rolls up his pants or whatever. And uh, so I walked by him and I was like, hey, I hope that the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked. I think I sexually harassed my mailman. He's like scared of me now. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, there she is. Oh no. <laughs> is she stalking me? No, dude, you're stalking me. You're bringing me the mail. I get to see you every day. It's Try to show up here at 410. That's the, that's the time. Cat calling. Cat calling. That's the thing. Now, we, uh, feminism, oh, feminism, blah, blah, blah. Oh, don't objectify women, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Feminism means that we get to objectify men equally now. Yay! Objectifying was never going to stop. We just finally get to do it. <laughs> Let us out of the kitchen. <laughs> cool. No, I like being in the kitchen, actually. I like cooking quite a bit. Because I'm a witch. <laughs> it's the easiest way to perform witchcraft is to, like, make pot food and then <laughs> give it to people and then... Okay. It's witchcraft. Anybody else practice witchcraft? Just me? Cool. No other witches in the house? I thought this was San Francisco. Are you? Yeah, woo-woo witchy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been doing a thing every morning. I just, I just have intention, right? So I wake up and I intentionally pack my bong. <laughs> And I intentionally smoke it, and then I, and then I feel so much better about life and everything else that's going on. Okay, I'm really excited about the comedy show. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'll be here all night, like running us through. Thank you for, thank you for ga not gathering and for keeping your distance, but for being here. Um, I can bring out some more chairs if people uh, want. That's a thing I can do. Is you, are you a yes or a no on chairs? You're no. You're all fine standing. I know you wouldn't want to like sit because then you'd be committed to being here. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, thank you for walking by. That's good stuff. <laughs> Sorry, she's really cute. <laughs> I'm objectifying equally. I don't. I don't just objectify men. I objectify women too. Please, <laughs> like, you're wearing yoga pants on the street. What am I supposed to do? Ignore that? Is that what we're supposed to do now? Just ignore yoga pants? Nice yoga pants. Just saying. <laughs> cool. Today I have, see, I can't even wear a skirt with it. I have like little shorts on because I, I freak out about. Anyway, here we go. Let's, uh, let's, get some, let's get some people going here with jokes and stuff. Besides me, you don't want to go first, do you? Are you scared? You gave me a look like, oh, is it me? Oh, I guess I, yeah, I guess I opened or whatever. Unless, why don't you like Mad Dog Aaron? You guys can like Rochambeau or something to see who goes up first. Okay. <laughs> Your first comic of the night, he's going to be clean. I don't think he's ever been clean before. This is going to be a big challenge. I think that we can all clap really hard and, and believe that he can do it. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sam Carroll. Yay! Yay! The thing about ordering penis enlargement pills online is that they advertise discreet packaging. But what they do is they just ship it to you in a normal box, the kind that everyone else uses. You know, no invisibility cloak or anything. Shows up to your house in a box. And then what does your girlfriend do? What's in the box? It's not very discreet, if you ask me. You know who ships her things discreetly is Martha Stewart. She's the king of it. I ordered a cookware set for my mother. She didn't snitch. Regular box, sent it right to my house. Real G's move in silence like lasagna.
and then they bake it at 350. Thank you, Martha Stewart, for that. I love my mother. She raised me born-again Christian, or as I like to call it, Satanics Anonymous. Out of all the cults, though, it's a, it's a pretty lenient one. They allow you to masturbate, just no porn. No porn. No porn. No porn. Masturbate to your imagination. So I would stand there, you know. Oh, Sam, you're so creative, Sam. It's pretty lenient as far as cults go. I love her. I love my mother. She's pretty worried about dying, though, from COVID, you know, not just in a drive-by. But she sat me and my sister down the other day. She said, before I die, I want grandchildren out of you two. I looked at her. I was like, Mom, come on. Don't you think they'd come out a little messed up? Just a little bit? You know how that goes with the Habsburgs and everything? I mean, it took a few generations. We could probably make it work for this. I do love you. I'll do anything for you, Mom. In this political climate, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't watch porn though. It's against my religion. I don't do it. Uh, but I did hear that they're trying to shut porn down. That it's not essential. You know that they're sending the cops over to the porn studios, trying to shut it down. But you know what? You know what those cops did when they got to those porn studios? The same thing they do every time cops get to porn studios. They waste taxpayer money. I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. Frankly. I, I won't stand for it a little anymore, anymore. But I will say, I will say, with cops and going to porn sets, I hate to be that guy, but it's just a little bit of female privilege there. Hear me out, hear me out. If I could handle every noise complaint that I've ever gotten in my life with a gangbang, by just gangbanging my way out of every noise complaint, I would have had three gangbangs by now. What's up, I'm Sam and I like to party. Yeah. It's a scary time, though. You know, my friend, uh, he lost his job because it was no longer essential. It had nothing to do with COVID. It just got automated. The robot took his job and then later had sex with his girlfriend. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's terrible. Terrible. He calls up the suicide hotline. I, I S you not. This is what the suicide hotline said. Using your keypad, please tell us how sad you are. I know. The same guy. It was the same guy that took his job. <laughs> but that's suicide outline. They're smart. The AI's got to figure it out. They figured out how to make him not, you know, sad and stuff. They, uh, they gave him a job. They just gave this guy a job. Volunteer work. But, you know, purpose and all that. He didn't know it was volunteer work, though. He calls me up. He's like, hey, you know I was a volunteer over the, the suicide hotline? It's like, yeah, what'd you expect? He goes, Commission. What? Like on a per-life basis? Like a per-sale? Like around here pitching people's lives like it's on QVC? Like it's a product they can't live without? He goes, oh, that's good. You mind if I use that? I was like, yeah, but I want royalties. Thank you, guys. That's it. I don't know. What's the thing? Yay! Yay! Sam did four minutes of clean material. He didn't swear at all. That was so good. I'm, <laughs> I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. Uh, your next comedian, he's a he's a he's a nice young man. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. He's a funny, he's a funny young dude. And he's here and it's exciting and you're gonna love him. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Aaron Atkins. Yay! White dudes in shorts. Let's get it. Woo! I'm different. I'm a quarter Asian. Yeah, yeah give it up for being a quarter Asian. 
I'm a quote. That's like the bisexuality of ethnicities. Cause you tell people and they're like, no, you're not. All right. Uh, Jesus, I got nothing to say. I'm going to go off my phone. All right. You want to hear my impression of women? All right. All right. All right. Here's my, here's my woman. I'm cold. Thank you. All right. Just kidding. I love women. Respect. All right. Um, God, you guys, you guys, I was at a, I was at that Carl's Jr. on Market Street. Anybody ever been there? You know what I heard a fool say at that Carl's Jr.? He goes, yo, why do they sell gallons of milk here? And I agree. All right. I saw here. You guys like clean comedy? We like clean comedy? All right. Here's a clean joke for you guys. Half of you have already heard it. All right. I saw this guy, right, this guy. He got arrested trying to steal frozen food from the Indian market. Yeah. Instant korma. Thank you. Badum. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Uh, you guys ever heard of the Magna Carta? Yeah, I saw an illustrated version called the Manga Carta. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, damn. Uh, so my parents got divorced. That's not a joke. That's just true. They hate each other. Uh, I I told my friend I was like, yo, dude, I'm going through a hard time. Like, and keep in mind, my friend's a dude. I was like, yeah, I'm going through a hard time. Like, my parents got divorced, and he was like, that's an L. Thanks, bro. I really appreciate that. Really means a lot to me. I guess I've got to bottle up these emotions, become a libertarian or some shit. You want to hear my impression of a libertarian? All right, all right. How is that racist? Thank you. <laughs> um, well, you don't like, are you a libertarian or something? Let's hear some, let's get some niche roasts going on. All right, you want to hear a niche roast? Niche, niche as fuck. Hey man, this guy, this guy looks like my uncle. <laughs> right? The guy looks like my uncle. You know, you look like your name would be Samantha. <laughs> Come on, don't tell me you look like a Samantha. All right, you guys are. This is a dead crowd. Jesus, it's a comedy show. Come on, loosen up. Oh my God, it's this feminist bullshit. Oh, can't say it. Oh, what? 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 Give me a break. That's my first one. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Give me a second. That's my first. I'm going to say it's my first. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. I'm going to get a new catchphrase. All right, all right. Here, I'm going to do a little game with the audience right now. It's called, it's, it's a little game show. It's called, is it gay porn or is it kung fu that I slowed down? So what I'm going to do here, right, is I'm going to play a little clip. I want you to tell me, is it gay porn or is it just a little bit of kung fu that I, I slowed down? You say you say it's kung fu. Anybody else? Kung fu? Gay porn? Wrong. It's a straight guy deadlifting. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very political. Sam, don't talk to my audience. You're not on stage right now. I'm the funny one right now. Don't you dare say anything funny. No. Heckler? Heckler, you're being dumb. <laughs> Am I right? What a dumb guy being stupid over here. Jesus. Gabagool. That's my new catchphrase. What else? Do I have any new jokes? Um, all right, here's a good one. Here's a good one. All right, all right. So my hey guys, stop for a second. I got I got a great joke for you. All right, all right, all right. So I love I love Israel, right? I love Israel. <laughs> come on, come on. I love Israel. I love it. I love Israel. I love Israel. My roommate's from Israel. He was telling me all about it. He was like, oh, man, the culture, the people, the weather. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe what he was saying, but I looked it up. It turns out that place, Israel. Laugh. 
Laugh, goddammit. Let the record show that I'm crushing currently. Crushing. All right. Um, so I used to do heroin, right? <laughs> give it up for that. Oh, give it up for doing heroin. I know. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, I got away with it, too, because no one ever believed that I was doing heroin. I, I don't blame him, right? I don't look like I was on heroin. I look like I was on Glee. Ah, but you can do both. Just ask Cory Monteith. All right, moving on. God, what else? All right, let's do another clean joke. All right, so, uh, you know, I was in Tacoma, Washington. Wah, wah, wah. Give me a boo. Boo. Tacoma, Washington sucks. I was in Tacoma, Washington. We were driving by the sports stadium there. It's a big dome, right? My mama goes, you know what, Aaron? Your, your great uncle, he designed that, that, that place. It's called the Superdome. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. Tell him that uh, I don't think it's super dumb. Boy, come on, it's funny. Do I gotta add sound effects? Jesus, come on, you guys. Uh, all right, uh, Jesus, I, I'm a I'm a bisexual man. Give it up for me. You're homophobic. Intolerant. I'm a queer man. I deserve to be validated for that at all times. Thank you very much. Everyone tells that I've, you know, I, I, a lot of people tell me that I act too straight, and that's just ridiculous to me. I think gay culture is enormous, you know. Like, you can grow up on one side of it and never see the other. When I was a kid, I never watched RuPaul's Drag Race. My gay TV show was uh, Anderson Cooper 360. Yeah, anybody else? Yeah, we love a man that's technically gay. If uh, Anderson Cooper, if he had a float in the pride parade, it would just be like a gray Honda Civic, and that's it, you know? That guy. You know, you know, you know he's a Vanderbilt? Did you fucking know? Frickin' no, I said frickin', I said it. Everybody said frickin', I said frickin'. This guy wants me to get on stage. At least I'm not wearing a cat t-shirt. Roasted. Roasted, come on, all right, let me do one more joke. Let me do one more, one more and I'll get on stage. I, I, I just did this audition for a TV show. Um, I just, I, I did an audition for this TV show called Boston Medical. Yeah, it's actually kind of sad, you know, I was supposed to play a doctor, and I'll, I'll do my monologue for you, do my monologue, so. <coughs> Ma'am, I'm. Uh, I have some uh, bad news for you. Actually, um, during childbirth, uh, the umbilical cord got um, wrapped around your son's neck. I. It's hard to. The, the oxygen got cut off, and it. Uh, you know, it. It's hard to say this to you, ma'am, but your son is. Um, he's big and fucking retarded. Go Pats, go socks. Thank you. Aaron Atkins. Hey, Jay, no, not. It's not. Of course, it's not. Uh, that was Aaron Atkins, and he did swear three times. Boo! No swearing. It's a clean show. <laughs> Our neighbors. We've got to be cool. There's children that live here. We want to not be disgusting and dirty for them because we care about the neighborhood. Yay! Yay, we do. Your next comedian, he's a neighbor too, and he's a lovely human being, and I'm so glad he's such a great supporter of Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, right now for Will Brown! Yay! Yes, everybody recycle if you drink too much, like, like I tend to. Um, what was that guy's name, Aaron? Aaron, you had some dad jokes on there, and I mean, I'll be your daddy. I hear you. Not to flirt too much. Um, I think my sister's listening to this. I'm going to keep it extra clean for Pam. <laughs> I do what I can do for Pam. Oh, no. My Google Doc just went nuts. I need a millennial. and th That's why I need a millennials. Can I get a millennial over here? Um, okay. So if you are, are wanted, 
if you're well, I don't know. I'm looking at this crowd, and I don't know. But if y'all are can root for a middle-aged uh, gay white dudes like getting evicted from his house, like that's what's happening to me right now. I'm getting <laughs> yeah, and the people evicting me not white. Okay, so but you know if, it, if that brings you joy, I'm not. Don't let me stop you. Take your joy in it. Celebrate. I root against people like me all the time. So if it gives you life, let it give you life. I'm not here, I'm just, I'm just telling the truth. I'm spilling the tea, as we talked about a little bit earlier on the sidewalk here. Um, so basically I'm moving from a three bedroom apartment into a one bedroom apartment. So if anybody needs some books, if anybody needs some outdated electronics, I got you. Come to 518 Baker Street, I'll hook you up, all of you, if anybody needs a book or a VCR DVD combo unit. I got you, come get it, come get it. Or if you need like a crocheted uh, anything that I made during that crochet phase that I went through, I got you. I got, it's a hoarder situation actually. My friends have called me out on it many times. It's a hoarder situation, so come get your stuff. If you need some doodads, some knickknacks, some bric-a-brac, I'm here, I'm here, come and get it. Okay, but so uh, the roller coaster, you know, getting evicted, uh, a multimillionaire tells you that you gotta move out of your apartment, it sucks, um, it hurts. Woo! As the feedback hurts my ears, that's, it was painful, it was painful. But you know, I do have some skills uh, I am a high school teacher, and I do know how to work a government program. I am from Appalachia. I learned that from my relatives. Uh, my dad was the first one to go to college in our family, either side. He was like, dude, he wasn't telling me how to work the, like, the food stamps programs, but he was like, you got to look at what you can do. You got to go to school. You got to get your education. Anyway, there, I see people staring at me like, what, where's the punchline coming from? It's a little bit of a backstory, okay? telling you about it and my google doc fucked up as i told you before oh no 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 no! i'm sorry 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 my google doc got all messed up on my phone because i was gesturing with my hands because i'm a gay older man um okay but anyway uh like i said ride the roller coaster with me getting evicted after you live in a three-bedroom rent-controlled apartment for a long time in San Francisco, it's not good. Uh, then you get into the government program. Here's my pu first public service announcement. If can't, Pam doesn't kick me off the mic too soon, I got like two or three more public service announcements. Below market rate program, if you don't own your own home right now and you live in San Francisco, sign up for it, sign up for it, sign up for it. Uh, I won the lottery. And I got my below market rate condo up in the Diamond Heights, which has nothing to do with crystal meth. Um, it's just a neighborhood in San Francisco. So I got my one bedroom condo. So going from a three bedroom condo to a one bedroom condo for a hoarder, it's difficult. It's not easy. Uh, you know, uh, but so I'm getting to know my, is anybody spending more time at home these days? Or is it just me spending more, getting to know your neighbors a little bit better? like their daily routines, like the thin, thin walls at my condo, I'm getting to know that my neighbor gets up for work about six, gets the blender going for his protein shake or whatever around 6.30, he's out the door by seven, his wife with, her newborn, with their newborn baby is scream crying before noon, scream crying one day, I mean, 
multiple days, but this one day in particular, she was just like, ah! and her baby was like, ah! and I was like, girl, put that baby down in the manger. Come across the hall. I can hear you from across the hall. Come across the hall. I'm going to make you some nachos. I'm going to get you some chocolate. We're going to have a cocktail, a beer. I'm a gay man. I'm not looking for anything. Trust me. I'm trying to help you out. Help your neighbors out. You know, anybody seen their neighbors in distress lately, like getting evicted, moving stuff out quickly with a U-Haul or other such things? Oh, damn. Pitching a tent in the middle of the median strip. Help your neighbors out if you can. Do whatever you can do. I was like, okay, girl, put the, and I, I've never talked to her before. We'd done a high and by in the hallway and that's it. I'm like, come across the hallway. I'll fix you a cocktail. I'll fix you some nachos. We'll We'll work it out. Hug it out. I never try to miss a hug opportunity. I mean, I know it's COVID. We're not supposed to hug random strangers, but we're already sharing the hallway. I figure, you need a hug, girl. Get in here. I'm gay. I'm not going to. It's nothing. If she is, I mean, I know she's lactating and all that. And I mean, I've had enough. I'm a gay man in San Francisco for 20 years plus. I've had lots of man milk on my chest. I would like to try some mother's milk. I don't know if that's weird, but. I wouldn't mind it. So tan uh, Pam, your next temporary pregnancy, if you want to get in here for a hug, I want to try it out. Everybody's weirded out right now. I'm getting <laughs> some very strange looks right now. Debbie in Virginia, I'm my sister, I'm sorry, girl. You had to hear that. But I was told I had one minute. I'm going to raise my rainbow beer to the crowd and um, keep, keep living your lives. Be strong. Like, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through it. Thank you, Pam, for providing this open mic opportunity. Does Pam not look hot? And that oh. tattoo, that mic tattoo on her arm? Ugh, get it. Oh, Will Brown, everybody. Yay! Yay! I'm so glad he was talking about breast milk. Uh, I've always, no, it's what I've always wanted to do with my body. Like, I've never had a baby, and that's never going to happen because gross. But I've always wanted to use my body the way God intended. I've always wanted to lactate um, because I, well, I want to save the vegans, right? Well, no, because I would I would pump my breast milk and I could make 100% consent-based cheese, you know, to save the vegans, right? If a vegan, that's the whole thing with veganism, right? Like, you can't ask the cow for consent, but I'm giving you consent. I'll make it, my breast milk, into cheese. And the beauty is that when you smoke as much weed as I do, or if anybody smokes weed, it comes out through your breast milk. So I can make TH cheese to save the vegans. You see what I'm after? I'm just trying to help, okay? Just trying to help. Clean jokes. That's a clean <laughs> joke about breast milk. Cool. Uh, your next comedian I'm super excited to bring up. Do you want to go up next or do you want a mad dog, Drea? You want to go? You're shaking your head. I don't know what that means. He's... he's, he's Pancake likes to, you're not going to headline because Anthony Zaccaro is headlining. Yeah, he's up Zoom. It's very exciting to have you here. He's a very, very funny man. Uh, all right, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Uh, she's regular here, and she's incredibly funny. It's Drea Myers. Yay! Yay! Don't swear. What's up? I forgot my Ziploc. Dang it. It's okay. I'm already, let me see, all right. <laughs> ah. 
Now I'm just gonna get fingered in the face my whole set, you guys. My whole set. How are you guys doing? How are you guys feeling? Hell yeah. Uh, my name is Drea Myers. I am extremely tall, everyone. I'm big as crap, yes. I'm six foot one, everybody, six foot one, yes. Thank you, I grew this myself. Grew it myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tall that uh, one time I actually saw a guy use me as a landmark at a concert. Yeah, I was in line to get nachos and I looked up and I saw this short little dude coming around the corner on his phone and he was just like, bro, you don't see me? I got an orange shirt on. All right, uh, I'm by this tall chick. And he was pointing at me like that, everybody. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, I'm also so tall that anytime I'm on like an elevated stage and there's people right in the front row, They'll just awkwardly make eye contact with my vagina the entire time. You need to move over a little bit, sir. So you can <laughs> Is that why you're wearing sunglasses, you pervert? You look like a freaking retired peeping Tom over here. That's what he looks like. Um, so I grew up in San Jose. Does anybody know about San Jose? Hell, hell yeah, 408, uh, that's where I grew up, which means I lost my virginity to a Mexican boxer. Yeah, we went three rounds, you guys, three rounds, yeah. He got all up in the ring, but I took home the belt, you know what I'm saying? Means it was a quick knockout, bah! Um, Ever since then, I've really loved Latino men. Like, I just love them. They're in my heart, my corazón. I love them. Uh, but looking back on it, I think the main reason I really love Latino men is because they're the only ones that don't give a crap if you're taller than them. They're the only ones. You guys have done the research. They're the only ones, right? They're the only ones. Dude, any other man is embarrassed to be seen holding my hand in public because I'm huge, right? <laughs> but Latino men, they do not give a crap. They do not care. Uh, the shortest dude I ever dated was a dude named Carlos. Guess how tall he was, you guys? Oh, wow. Okay, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> he was actually 5'5", five, five, you guys. 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, I'm six foot one. That fool was 5'5". Five, five. There he is now. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he was only 5'5". Five, five. Uh, I actually met him at this concert. I was in line to get nachos. And I looked up and I saw this short little dude using me as a landmark. And I was like, hell yeah, wrap that one up to go. He got balls on him, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but whenever, whenever Carlos would walk me around in public, he'd be like, come on, mommy, let's go, let's go. Like walking me around like I was a life-size Emmy Award. Be like proud as hell, his chest all puffed out, looking like a chihuahua escorting a pit bull down the street. It's like, this one's with me, back off. Yeah, we would walk down the street and you would just see people like drive by and look out their cars like, what the hell is that situation? Is there an Amber Alert out? Because this chick definitely kidnapped somebody. <laughs> I was like, he's legal, I promise, he got a mustache. Come around to the other side, just look at him. Uh, 
All right, you guys don't like pedo jokes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so I'm getting older, you guys. I'm not quite a cougar. I'm like a young puma. Yeah, I'm a young puma without dental insurance. So I'm a saber-toothed tiger. What's good? Yes. I am getting older, though. I uh, know I'm getting older because I'm starting to look at things differently, right? Like, I'm starting to see things differently. Like, um, I used to look at older women, and all I would see was age. But now I look at older women, and I see, like, stories and, <laughs> and layers and complexities and wisdom. Yeah, I used to look at older men, and all I would see was money. Yeah. But now I look at older men and I see money and stable housing. Hell yeah. I'll see like a 60-year-old man with white hair walking down the street and I'll be like, what's your name, white picket fence? Like, how you doing, Mr. Breakfast Nook? Like, dudes are out here catcalling trying to get laid. I'm out here catcalling trying to get a mortgage. You feel me? Driving on the street, rolling up my window, like, hey, yo, pa! What that FICO score look like? So it looks like a real nice house from over here. That dude's probably like a two bedroom back there with a hood on. It's always the quiet ones that, with the casual clothing that got the most money, ladies. So I went to Wells Fargo the other day. There's this alcoholic old woman in line just like talking and singing to herself. She ended up depositing $163,000, you guys. What the hell? Rich people are always the quietest, non-suspect ones. You guys never know. Um, where's this group? Where's this group from? You look like you all work at the same tech company. Is it Google or Facebook or you got a Trader Joe's bag? So I'm gonna say Pinterest. <laughs> is that how you guys know each other or no? What is it? Oh, UCSF. Hell yeah. Cl Clap it up for higher education, everyone. Clap it up. Dude, I was in higher education, too, before society collapsed, you guys. That's, uh, now I do comedy on the street. Um, <laughs> that's what I do now. Uh, I, I got to say, like, I was on lockdown by myself, you guys, for, like, two months. For two, like, the first two months of lockdown, I live alone. So I was all by myself for two months I was going crazy I started wearing men's deodorant yeah just so it at least smell like someone else was there you know what I mean and then when I went to bed at night I'd be like "Woo, someone's holding me uh one time I put a lot on though and I forgot I had it on and I got super stoned and I started cooking and then I was like oh shoot and I was like oh it's just my deodorant I thought someone snuck up on me Thought a rapist broke in here while I was cooking freaking lentils. It was just my deodorant. Men's deodorant is real strong. You can either smell like a whole forest or you can smell like a surfboard. That's it. <laughs> so only options. <laughs> yeah, I had to retrain myself too because I was alone for so long. I had to retrain myself to not live in fear as a woman, right? Like, at the beginning of lockdown, my drunk neighbor came over and he tried to break into my door at, like, 4 in the morning. Yeah, so I heard, like, random noises at my door, and I got all scared and, like, ran in my bathroom, started cowering, was like, what, what should I do, what should I do, you know? And then two months later into lockdown, I heard random noises at my door. I got all hyped up, like, hell yeah, it's time to stab someone! <laughs> okay. 
Like this Netflix was getting boring. Bring it in. You know what I mean? I've been doing squats for two months. Let's go. Yes. Uh, what else, you guys? Man, uh, now I'm freaking. I look like a, I look like a big old Tina from Bob's Burgers. Everyone. Uh, yes. I'm not a lesbian right now, but uh, I think I'm on that five-year power lesbian plan, you guys. Yeah. That's how I know sexuality is not a choice, because I'm trying to stop banging dudes, and it ain't working. <laughs> it's not working. But I think in five years, I'll be there. Like, right now, I'm just a program specialist, and I randomly go down on women. But uh, in five years, I'm going to be a CEO of Canalengas. You feel me? Yes. Well, manifest a Tesla and know the top ten Clit tricks. Clit tricks. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Clap it up for me. Yay! Yay! Myers, everyone. Yay! So glad you were talking about corporate America uh, for a second there. The people keep talking about feminism and the glass ceiling. And I'm like, yeah, there's a glass ceiling. And whenever I see it, I like to press my boobs up against it to get some cleavage, you know? Because that's what I like to do with a glass ceiling. Yeah. Adrea was also talking about her neighbors uh, getting busy and stuff. That's been happening. I thought that I overheard my neighbors the other day getting it on. Uh, turned out to be my cats play fighting in the other room. Surprisingly easy to finish. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, the cat. Okay, the cats make fun noises. There's candy up here, and there's a thing you can put money in if you feel like it. Also, if you ever want to Venmo us any money because you really love this clean comedy on the street, it's um, at Mutiny Radio, all one word, lowercase. Yay! Money is good or bad. I don't know. Just little ones and zeros that float in and out of our lives. What does it mean? Uh, cakes, you disappeared. Oh, you're back. Do you want to do you want to do some time before our headliner Anthony Zaccaro? Are you ready? You're you're already in the back. Like he's gonna make an entrance. All right. Uh, your next comedian, very funny man. I'm excited to. He actually wrote a bunch this week. Like I heard his all his new jokes. Like oh my god, you're. Really? He's very funny. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Pancake the Syrup King. Yeah. Yay! Hello, I'm Syrup King, Pancake. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, I'm Drea's twin brother. Uh, she got all the this, I got all the that, and uh, shoot, go out. Um, I'd like to uh, bless the space. I'd like to do a small ceremony and I'll be referring to the good text here. <laughs> oh, O'Reilly's. Yeah, yeah, you got, ow, yes, thank you. You're, yeah, wow, you are all indoctrinated. Okay. Well, uh, I don't care. I don't care what you've heard about him. You need to trust the Gordon's fishermen. Okay. 
Here's another thing I don't care for. I don't care how cute your seven-year-old is. I don't want to swipe right on a child on a dating site. That's the father of the guy I'm supposed to be dating his father, his son's mom. Um, so I um, have a, a roommate who I guess is using the same brand, scent, and strength deodorant as me. Um, it, which is really, uh, um, you know, some, uh, a brain tickler for me personally, because this, I'm sharing toiletries with a guy who wouldn't even share his poly girlfriend with me. I'm going to get into some prepared material now. So, uh. You told me that it was a turnoff when we were kissing, and y you said my breath stank because we were smoking a cigarette together, and uh, oh, I, I said that all wrong. Okay. Um, why are leaves so sexual? They got the right, you know, shape and contours. All of uh, all of my friends are uh, sex workers, but uh, I'm still a virgin, and and uh, I can't make any appointments. <laughs> They're booked up. They're just booked up always. I've known these people for years, for years. Uh, someone, I went over to a friend's house, <laughs> uh, and someone left a dead body in the toilet. Yeah. I, I, a whole bo did I say a whole body? I was Because I didn't count all the limbs. There's a dead spider. Dead spider. Uh, I really like women who, like, swing their arms really, really violently when they walk. Like, you don't want attention. I get it. Uh, with all these masks on, look, just get a better fitting mask. Your ears, they're all floppy. They, you're, you look like you have pig's ears, okay? It just doesn't look good. Uh, get a better fitting mask. Um, this, this notebook was, uh, blank. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I was, that was just some more tangents I had ready to go. Um, here's another thing I don't care about. Your FICA score. FICA. No, sorry. Sorry. Okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you back. Um, sir, are you abusive? Does your mama know you're abusive? She doesn't know that you're abusive. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, uh, audience, when I say I saw this article, you say, what did it say? Okay, so I saw this article. I don't know, I didn't read it. But I'm an expert on the topic. So 
Uh, this is the New York Times Business Sunday edition. And if I could direct you all to the back of this, you would all see how far back and to the left those libtards have become. I'm sorry, I've been doing this bit since February, and this is the exact same piece of paper that I've been dealing with. So are you ready? Behind every great restaurant is a woman. That means stay in the kitchen, doesn't it? You gotta read between the lines, people. I am gonna uh, uh, start, if I ever were to, no, did you guys hear about the software, the failed software engineer who married his computer? Yes, their children were born not fully developed. Oh, okay. Well, if I'm not going to win you over with that, how about I rely on, you know, uh, uh, Sam. Sam was just up here. He broke, broke the scene uh, wide open, and he's talking about penises and vaginas, insertion. Okay, he's talking about mucous membranes. He's talking about human contact, essentially. We used to shake hands up to the forearm to check each other for weapons. And then, and then it became a, a regular handshake. And then maybe we brought it into a hug. And then we started doing the fancy handshakes, you know, with the, the leg was involved. And nowadays, you just see your friend across the room and, oh, hey. It's them. I know them. It's okay. But the worst part of knowing someone essentially is when you go to a place and you've been there a while and then your friend comes in and you see them come in and they, they don't see you. Or at least you don't make eye contact and you establish that they know you're here too. So the worst part is when you finally do make eye contact and then you're like, oh, hey, I, now I have to go over to you and say hi. Where did that go? Huh? You know, today we bond over smoking cigarettes because there's no more campfires. And I got sage here to bless the rest of this show. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. Pancake the Syrup King, yay. Yay, and then yay, and then yay. I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God. Andy is the sun God, brah. Raw! Raw! Yeah, thank, thank you. <laughs> cool. We have a headliner right now, and I'm so excited that he's here, and I can't wait to listen to his jokes, especially his clean ones. You're going to love him. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Anthony Zaccaro! Yay! Thank you for being here. Do you want a thingy for it? Do you want a thingy? Oh, no. I'll, I'll raw dog it. Yeah. Oh, 
Um, it's good. Uh, it's good to be here. I haven't done stand up since March 10th. Hard, hard to believe. Hard to believe that was a decade ago. It's, it's crazy. Did you know Tiger King came out in '95? That's, that's insane. That was uh, BC before COVID. Uh, that's uh, uh, well. If I die at this show, at least I died doing what I love, uh, managing my anxiety. Uh, so uh, that's good. Uh, I, someone asked me for a favor the other day, and they started uh, asking me uh, for the favor. They were like, uh, now you can say no. Uh, and you know when someone says that, that it's going to be the most costly favor of all time. Now I know you can say no, but I, Gretchen has slammed poetry tonight, and I promised I'd go. Um, that's another thing people say to try and like rope you into sh uh, things, rope you into things. Um, like, I promised I'd go. It's like, oh, you probably couldn't have done that. Uh, it looks like you really don't want to go. I'm glad <laughs> that I didn't promise to go because I, I really don't want to go. I don't know why you promised. Anyway, um, but uh, it's now you can totally say no, but grab the legs. I'll get the top half. Uh, but uh, now you can totally say, I know I can say no. There's only two options. There's option one, yes. Option two, no. Is there an option three? Maybe, right? Um, Option four, perhaps, I don't know. Um, but uh, I'm known around SF as the most recognizable comedian while still wearing a mask because uh, of all this, all this. You could see me from any, any, point in the any point in the city. I'm like the Salesforce Tower. Uh, and that's not because I look Jewish. Um, so what else, what else did I have? Uh, what else? Pam did not tell me I was headlining until she brought me up. Um, oh yeah, so uh, COVID has changed the way I watch movies. Basically, if any movie has someone shaking hands, it's now a horror film to me. Um, I watched the movie Piranha the other day. The scariest part about the movie Piranha, which has prehistoric piranhas eating people alive, was the beach party they had. That's, that was the scariest part about Piranha. Um, usually it's terrifying being on stage. This adds a whole new level. When Pam said this was gonna be a clean show, I thought there was gonna be testing. Um, so I, I'm, a, I'm a little confused. Um, but let's go into jokes I haven't told since 83, uh, it feels like. Uh, my name is uh, Anthony, I like my name. I was born white in the 90s, so I have a normal white name. Uh, not the case with other white people, like my friends who have had kids post-2000s. My friend, she had her first kid, uh, Tristan, uh, with two Ys. Um, and they are not where you think they are at all. They're, they're both at the beginning. Um, she named her second kid Taylee, T-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. Oh yeah, because we all love spelling neighbor. Like that's my favorite word to spell and give to a kid for the rest. I love the E-I-G-H words where you have to come up with the rhyme to figure out how to spell it. Yeah, those are, those are fantastic. My name is Anthony. I'm going to start spelling my name T-O. I'm going to go by Tony and start spelling my name T-O-G-N-A. It's not Tommy, it's Tony. Um, I tell that to the, the Starbucks lady. Uh, <laughs> Starbucks has gotten like militaristic. If you walk into a Starbucks now, they're like, wait, <laughs> wait right there. We will throw your drink at you and you have to lick it off your own body. And that's a venti. Um, but uh, I, I, I do look Jewish, but it could be worse. I could actually be Jewish. 
Uh, that's that's a clean joke. That is a that is a clean joke right there. Um, I get mistaken for a lot of people though. I get mistaken for a lot of people. Uh, uh, people will call me Paul Giamatti until they're blue in the face. Uh, that joke always goes sideways. Uh, but <laughs> thank you. Uh, usually that's weird. Usually the empty venue is in front of me. Uh, this is this is strange. <laughs> Uh, I sorry. I want to get a little more comfortable uh, for like uh, go back into what stand up was like a couple months ago. Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome to my bringer show. Uh, these are all the people I brought. Um, thank thank God COVID stopped bringer shows. That's the only good thing <laughs> about COVID stopped bringer shows. Bring five people with tests. Um, but uh, what else? What else? White people naming their kids crazy things. There was uh, a, a white mom and a white dad named their white kid Blade. There's a Y in that too. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. Blade. That kid's gonna look like how he looks and have to go his whole life introducing himself as Blade. Like, hi, my name's Blade. Blake. <sighs> no, much worse. That my parents hate me is silent. Uh, but uh, yeah, some people are named strange things. Like uh, like I have a friend named April who's named April because she was born in April. Like how lazy are your parents? <laughs> did you did you leave it to the last second? Oh, beautiful baby girl. What's her name? I don't know. What month is it? Um, I'm just gonna name my kid 8:32 p.m. Like the, <laughs> just cut out the middleman. Um, I have a friend. Uh, uh, <laughs> I haven't told you. I'm struggling to remember jokes I hated five months ago. This is this is incredible. I was like, I hate these jokes. I'm sick of telling them, and now I'm here stumbling through material that I hoped to never tell again. And then here I am. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, things have gotten so bad. I'm rap battling now. If that's 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 me of all people, I, I'm rap battling. I have a rap battle tomorrow. Um, and if you have ever seen a rap battle, you know it's the least COVID safe thing you have ever seen in your entire life. Just look how Eminem looked at the end of 8 